Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source of patriotic truth. Today we're going to be discussing Pride Month and uh, as well as Ron DeSantis protecting uh, women's rights here in, in Florida um, and what that means for our country. Before we do that, do us a favor, like this video, share this video, subscribe to the to the podcast, hit that notifications bell, that way you'll know every time a new episode is up, and please, if you're not a member of Freedom Wire, become one, click the link on the bottom right hand side of the screen, give us your email, we'll start sending stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us, you probably won't read anywhere else. Alright guys, so um, before we get into Pride... Let's talk about Ronnie D, the greatest mayor, uh, I almost said mayor, governor. the greatest governor well, he would be the greatest in the country too, if he was a mayor. Well, what a way to, to kick off Pride Month than to have, you know, the greatest governor in America absolutely stick it to the transgender agenda with his bill. He, he jumped on the train of protecting women's rights and women's sports. Grace, I think you're covering that for us right now. You can give us the breakdown, but what a guy, man, to do it on the first day of Pride Month. That's how he does things. He always he always gets them where it hurts, I think. But he signed the Fairness in Women's Sports Act, which basically, like his other recent le legislation, makes um, or allows Floridians to sue anyone who's restricting their rights. So not only does this bill um, make it pretty much illegal for any biological boy to play in a women's sport, but it also um, allows young girls to sue the school if they don't comply with the legislation. So if, if they're deprived of a sports scholarship, they can sue the school because they were not allowed a fair chance to play with other girls. See, in a rational age, that would, that would make no a lot of sense. A woman should not, or a man should not be competing in a woman's sport and a biological actually, actually, now it's more common in those adult. Like now you see uh, formerly male uh, powerlifters now competing in female powerlifting, yeah. uh, uh, female female basketball. And it's, like, it's getting it's there's really, an Olympic athlete that wants to do that too. Wants to be in a men's sport. And don't forget. Uh, see, I can't even keep track. Like, but here's like, a couple years ago, there was that one rapper who said, "I identify as a woman." Shattered the women's deadlifting record, and then said, "Okay, I'm a man again." Just to prove yeah. the point. Well, oh, that was a Zuby. Yeah, Zuby. <laughs> uh, pr pretty I, great. You can find the video yeah. of that. If we're going to get into this, but I, I'm very, I'm mostly libertarian on a lot of this stuff, but I do have a problem with the transgender bathroom thing. You're never going to talk me off of that. Well, see, I have a, that's not where my problem is. Yeah, but that's just one of the issues that I I do have an issue with because there's some creepy people out there and they'd be in there wrong. Yeah, and this this goes for there safety. There are some issues. That's what I'm that, saying. There, this goes for safety for the trans people as well because there are people that would, you know, harass, attack this fair point, somebody in, 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 yeah. in, you know, a, a bathroom. That is true, actually, yeah. My biggest problem is, is the fact that when it comes, it comes down to a safety issue. The, the left loves to say, "Oh, we believe the science. We're the science people." Yet they deny the science that a male body is stronger, faster, bigger than a female body. And 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 on average, you know, there's going to be exceptions on both ends of the spectrum where we have tiny men and gigantic females. That's going to happen with any species. But the fact of the matter is, 
most men, the vast majority of men, are going to be bigger, stronger, and faster than the vast majority of women. We have roles as per what, uh, whether you believe in evolution or or, or um, creationism, yeah, all that stuff. We have clear and defined roles as dictated by our biology. That's the bottom line. We are bigger, stronger, faster because we are meant to go out there and work and hunt and and find food where the female uh, body is meant more to be a nurturing home for children. And in that regard, all men aren't even created equal because, yeah, Sean could probably lift way more than Grace. Sean could also lift way more than me. Uh, (laughs) So it's, it's not like, you know, all men are cut out to be better than all women. It, there's there's differences there too, but to say that there is no difference between a man and a woman denies science. It denies science, and it also totally undercuts the transgender agenda. I was just saying this before the episode started. the The transgender people want to say that oh, I have a male brain in a female body, but the people who say that there's no difference between men and women or men and women would say there's no no such thing as a female brain or a male brain. They are totally identical. So. That, that's kind of been one of the main talking points of feminism for a while, is that there is no difference between a man and a woman. Put them in the same scenario and they can do the exact same things 100% of the time. Well, then what are you transitioning between? If there's no difference, th- then what what are you moving from point A to point B on? Because if you say gender doesn't exist, how can you be trans? You can't transition across a spectrum that doesn't exist. So, you see right there they undercut themselves, but... No, we're the bigots. We're the anti-science people. Doesn't make any sense. Well, the sports thing, because this is what, you know, with the DeSantis' laws, I, I don't know who the 500th ring tennis player in the world is, but whoever that is, I would put my money on that, him over Serena Williams, who is the best woman's sport. I mean, she might not be anymore, but in her prime, who has been awesome. Did John Macaro say that? Yeah, uh, yes, he did. That was a discussion, but yeah. it's true. But it's yeah. true. Like, he, and she admitted it at first, and now then she kind of, like, backtracked, like, she, I, it would be a, it would probably be a quick match too. Wouldn't it be very close? I've got some, I, something even more. Um, if, if you remember, the uh, women's soccer team made huge yeah. waves a couple of years ago, or even la- it was last year, wanting fair pay or same pay, same this, same that for winning. Then they lose to a high school boys. Team. They lost to a high school boys team. Mm-hmm. Now. The best soccer the, team in the world. The best women. female soccer team yeah. in the world lost to a high school. Yeah. And it might, I'm pretty sure it was high school, but it could have been middle school. I can't remember. I think I stepped on your line there, Sean. I didn't realize that was the point yeah, you were that, getting yeah, to. That, that was the yeah. point. Look, we're, we're in a discussion, man. This is, But that was the point I'm trying to make is, is, look, there are physical differences, and we have to acknowledge those physical differences. And there is a safety issue because when you have – Somebody that has uh, stronger, harder muscles, uh, bigger or, or stronger bone dense or thick. What? How would you say that? Denser, bone density. Bone better, bigger, thicker bone density. Denser bones. Denser bones. You know, and you have these people running full speed on a soccer field. When they collide, who do you think is going to win? And who do you think is going to walk? Has a better chance walking away from that collision unharmed? And who do you think could seriously get injured in that in that scenario? Uh, yeah. Well, that's why nobody's concerned about girls going and competing in boys sports because that's not going to happen. 
they could get hurt, and they know that. Well, they do. There's certain girls that are wrestlers. Well, but I'm talking about as far as the debate against the transgender policy and why all these states are passing laws that biological boys can't play mm -hmm. sports. Oh, why they're, they're not, not doing it. it vice versa. Yeah, right. Even golf, has, they've had a couple of women like play a couple of PGA tournaments. Can't even make the cut. None of them make the cut. Like, you know, after the first two rounds, they, they have a cut, so they pare it down for the weekend. They can't do it because the courses are too long. They're not strong enough to hit the ball as far. And, oh, no, yeah, part of the point here is that we're not undercutting women's accomplishments like Ryan mentioned Serena Williams She's an amazing tennis player and because none of us play tennis. She could Beat us up oh, and down the court all day long. I don't think I could hit one of her balls. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I need to say it when I play tennis. Yeah, yeah this is how I hit tennis ball. Yeah, and every time you know people want to get in on Olympic athletes, it's like Simone Biles comes up as one of the best Olympic gymnasts of all time None of us could even touch that. I'm not flexible enough to she sit crisscross applesauce on the floor for longer than five minutes without going into a cramp. I cannot do that. And the point is, like, we're not undercutting those accomplishments. If anything, we're trying to uphold them because having cross-gender uh, sports and stuff and bringing transgender athletes from one class into another totally undercuts anything that women have accomplished because you have people who are on the same level who are now competing with people who are a different gender. And that's why this is so unfortunate, because it harms female athletes disproportionately. And you'd think people who care about women's rights would actually, you know, want to stand and, up for and, that. And here's the thing. I truly have zero problem with who anybody wants to enter into a relationship with. If you want to love a man, love a man. If you want to love a woman, love a woman. It does not bother me. It does not affect me. However, when you start putting uh, our kids, or especially our high school kids, this doesn't probably not going to happen in grade school. But when you start, you'd putting, be surprised. When you start putting our kids in danger, in order to kind of, to push a narrative that everything is equal, and or everybody should have equal isn't the right term. That everybody should have a right to play or be comfortable with who they are should not come at the expense of, of our the safety of our of, of our children, and and this could truly affect and and not only that it also takes away chances from our women from our girls that are fighting for scholarship to play to play sports in college, you know when when you have I think it was Massachusetts. Or Connecticut, one of those states up there, uh, two two trans men or trans women won the won the state track, and the year before when they were when they were uh, still men, they um, or you know what I'm trying to pre pre transition pre transition when they were they didn't when they were men they didn't yeah. even qualify and then they they won the following year competing. As you know, in the in the female side of the sport, and if you look at that when it happened, it was by a margin that's almost unheard of in track and field because usually people at the top level are so close. But they blew the competition out of the water. Like it was, I think by like zero point one four seconds, which is huge in in track. And like, there's your example right there. That that's the proof. And, and now those girls. So what what are those girls that came in third? The girl that comes in third. I took third in states. She probably would have taken first if these two trans and then there goes her chance. Yeah, yeah, so, mm -hmm. What do you think about this? Though. I read an article about this today too. Caitlyn Jenner 
So now, just last month, she was saying she's opposed to allowing, allowing biological boys to play in girls' sports. But now she's saying she would create a commission that determines if boys who have started receiving hormone treatment at a very young age, even if they were born biologically male, to compete in girls' sports because they've had that hormone treatment their entire life. She doesn't. It, it, that studies are. She she's wasting her time because that study's already been made. <laughs> Anytime I hear a commission, I, I well, well, that study's already been made. <laughs> now, now, <laughs> then, then she proceeded to call it a non-issue. That's so that no. You know what a commission is with a politician? Now she's a politician. Uh, basically running for you know office whenever they say a commission is like I don't want to take a stance on this issue mm -hmm. so I'm gonna put a commission so we're gonna send it out there or it's pretty stacked to favor their what they really well, want I think she's wrong I don't think we should allow any biologically born boy to play in a girl's sport and, and, and because and here's the reason why that regardless of how long they've been on those hormones male babies are exposed to more testosterone in the womb we, we, we get more testosterone through the, unless they find a way to stop testosterone in utero and inject um, estrogen or, or, or whatever in utero, then it, it, it's a moot point. Be, uh, the, the, actually, the Army did a study on this, not that young, but this is like uh, adults. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> even two years after uh, hormone replacement for uh, transgenders, they still outperformed the the the, the, uh, the, 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 the gender yes. that corresponds with their identity. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, hard. Really yeah. Hard. Yeah. it's, it's, it's hard to follow along with. But cisgender and the pansexual. But, but, Grace, what, what you brought up is actually a kind of a perfect transition point into the other side. Transition. Yes, transition, see what I did there? Okay. Into this whole other side of this thing, because uh, what Caitlyn Jenner mentioned is that, you know, we're, if they've started receiving hormone therapy very young and, you know, maybe then they're qualified to play in uh, women's sports or, you know, the sport that corresponds with their gender, how young are we talking about here? Because in order for that to make any real difference, that has to start before puberty. And this you know, brings us into the more cultural side of things. You've been talking about the biological aspect of this and how it flies in the face of science. That much is pretty obvious. But look at what they're trying to get you to do now, which is accept putting your four or five-year-old on hormone blockers, raising your child who's you know, under the age of 10 as a gender that is not the one assigned to them at birth. Well, I, and they, 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 would, they would pull out all the stops to make this happen. Well, that, that actually makes more sense to me than the parents that are raising their kids genderless. Mm -hmm. That, like, I can understand. <laughs> like, I, I don't condone it, obviously. I don't condone anything. I actually don't condone anything before, uh, yeah. before adulthood. Yeah. But that's my, that's my opinion. I'm not a doctor, obviously. But, you know, th that, that whole idea is like... Wait a second. At, at, at what point does this become uh, child abuse? It, it's full-on child abuse, like from the get-go. I'm writing about that right now, and I was reading this article from the Christian Post, who is saying um, that multiple people are calling the Blues Clues segment predatory because they're promoting the trans agenda now and the Pride Month parade and everything, and they're just they're trying to normalize and condition kids into thinking that it's okay to be gay. 
and that you should be gay, and that your mom and if your mom and dad are gay or lesbian. Well, talk a little bit about the blues clues. Yeah, because some of our viewers probably don't know what that's that's the distinction right there. Because yeah. we're long past the point of it's okay to be gay. Yeah, like that's that's that's, fun, that's pretty much accepted. It's it's better to be gay. It is yeah, it is more desirable to be, to be something other than straight. Yeah, but but blue, yeah, blues clues, clues thing. Like I, one right. of us can explain that if if you so, want. So this is how I'm gonna. Can we can it. we can Jump we in. put the link on the bottom? Of the yeah, screen? we'll okay. have a, we'll have it linked. We'll, we'll put, put it up. We'll put it on the website. It'll be linked. We'll have it down in the description. Check for that. But also listen to Grace explain it. So the Blues Clues segment is basically a two-minute music video, um, basically emulating a pride parade where Nina West, who was a, a popular contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race, is emceeing the song. She's singing in it. You can see this character. I think if you're a kid, she might look kind of like a woman, but it's clear to any adult that it's like a trans woman, and she looks totally like she's in drag, and she's singing about pride, and it's um, to the tune of... Uh, um, the ants, the ants go marching, yeah. which is a Civil War tune, and it's also a song used in Bible tunes a lot, which I thought was really sacrilege that they did that. And it's like it's a chorus. Like it was intentional. It's almost like it was intentional. And so they're basically singing about having two mommies and two daddies, and um, celebrating their transgender uh, family members and non-binary makes non-binary some appearance. Non-binary and pansexual and ace. I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's where there's like there's no Asexual, no, no, gender, no gender no gender whatsoever. Ace, but it, it, oh oh no, yeah. I don't know what ACE. I thought it was ACE. But there's like hundreds of pride flags everywhere throughout this video. Mm-hmm. There's every single uh, screen. There's like ten pride flags, and there's other different flags I've never even seen. But there's t- like there's one was a white flag with like a red circle. I've never seen that before. The Japanese flag? <laughs> no, just no, it's Japanese. It's Jap- just like an empty. Uh, I, I don't know what that one is. I don't know. They have all kinds of propaganda in there, and they're trying to like brainwash. Don't forget, don't forget. Yeah, communist fist on the microphone oh, that the drag fist, queen. The beaver with the mastectomy scars, mm-hmm. and it's just disgusting. And I was reading this art- article from the Christian Post, and they're saying that it's a tactic of um, child molesters, sexual predators to start introducing sexual topics to kids at a very young age to get them to think it's normal and that they like it and that it feels good and sounds good. So that should alarm every parent because I used to watch Blue's Clues when I was like three. I I think anyone who grew up in our (laughs) late 80s, early 90s and onward kind of was familiar with Blue's Clues a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of traumatizing to see the reboot going full on woke. Well, the biggest problem here is it confuses kids. Kids do not need this stuff early. They don't think about it. They, they don't, it's, yeah, it, and it's not something that, so yeah, acceptance is always good. And, and don't get me wrong, I, I think everybody should accept anybody for who they are. Uh, you don't force us to pretend that we don't know you're a woman or a man or that's you know, really isn't that the thing that's where yeah. i come down it, it, on that. it's the well, rewriting it's of culture not normal even though it's mm-hmm. okay right, and right, accept right. You, it's not normal to be but, gay but p- to put this on kids now is i like to me is another form of abuse these kids are confused now mm-hmm. you know these kids are confused and and learning things about this world they don't need another uh, and, and and not not that it's taboo. That taboo is not even. It's not even taboo. It's just it seems like it's being forced upon them and making them question things that they never would have questioned before. Uh, uh, my friends' kids 
like have said, I think I might be gay, and I because, but they're not. Mm-hmm. I think what what's happening is with a lot of these kids now, is they're saying they're gay or thinking they're gay. Because it's kind of and there's some studies to back it up. It's the no, end there's thing. studies it's to back cool it up. It's the, it's the it's the group effect. Like one person says, so they want to be cool. They want to be transgender. They want to be transgender. And there's it's who, whoever gets yeah. the most attention. Well, yeah, look at yeah. any any kid who comes out as really anything: gay, trans, non-binary, whatever. They're celebrated, and they are not immediately affirmed. They get shout outs from celebrities. They get appearance on TV. They get love and affection from corporations. It, it's all the virtue signaling that's like, oh, we need to we need to affirm this. We need to be good allies. Well, what that says to every kid is, oh, if I'm not gay, I'm not special. If I am not, you know, something other than straight, it doesn't matter. And it, it's very strange to watch this and see the super high correlation between all the people who are, you know, fighting for younger and younger trans-affirming therapies and people who crazy over-sexualize children. Um, if you'll recall, this was, this was maybe last year or so, there was a Canadian transgender person, uh, yeah, a lot of them, um, transgender activist uh, named Jessica Yaniv up in Canada, oh, who originally came to fame by lawsuits against uh, you know salons, estheticians, that sort of thing, for, yeah, for refusing to perform a Brazilian wax on his male genitalia. And courts took this up, and trans activists were like, yeah, sh- shut up, women, wax the male genitals, Qu- quit being a bigot. Which, I don't know, forcing a female esthetician to touch male genitals against her will seems like a sex crime, but we're yeah. not, we're not going to get into that. Service, yeah. But like, all I'm saying, also, some, a, a man who wants it waxed, there's something wrong with you, first of all, but that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> But That's, that is a whole other yeah. discussion. We, 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 we don't have time for that. We don't have time for that, and we're already in hot water with YouTube enough as it is. But on top of all that, it was it was later found out that Yaniv was involved in all the stuff of wanting to host shirtless pool parties for children ages 12 and under, where everyone where there would not wear shirts and be who they are, and no parents were allowed. Uh, there was a time he was harassing a 13-year-old girl on social media, uh, asking very inappropriate questions about menstruation and all this stuff. And like, creep, someone who should never be allowed allowed around children ever, who is now at the forefront of trying to fight the battle for trans-affirming things for kids. Uh, similarly, the guy who appeared in Demi Lovato's recent video, you know, when she came out as... They. Uh, they. They and them. Yeah. How that that appeared, in, prom, appeared in right. their video. Uh, this was a guy who, right before that, that's had said... Possibly. Here's the yeah. thing. Stop. Because that's improper English. Yeah. That's improper Demi, English. Demi Lovato is a singular being, therefore she gets singular pronouns. Her options are she, she he, he, he it, or, it. or it. Or it. Yeah. The only non-specified <laughs> thing you can be as a singular is it. But Demi Lovato had this guy in her video. He's a trans activist who recently had this big thing saying, you know, little girls aren't as innocent as you think. They're they're sexy and kinky too. Like, dude, you are a pervert. Yeah. You That's keep keep this individual far away from children well, forever. Yeah, well, and this reminds me of the, the the most vivid example to me the last couple of years is what happened on Good Morning America a couple of years ago. They had an mm. 11-year-old 
Uh, uh, Desmond is amazing. Is is this kid's yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, eleven year old up there stripping and grinding all this stuff, and it was like, and it was the yes, oh yeah, wow. yeah. On Good Morning America, and uh, Michael Strahan, who's the co-host there, was like praising this kid about being brave and all this stuff, and like the parent just sitting there too, mm-hmm. and, but he does drag shows all over the country, and she bring his mom brings him around, and it's like yeah, it was like to me that if there's any sign of the you know. The faltering of the culture that was it, the epitome of it right i couldn't believe what i was watching this because i didn't watch it live i understand times change like what becomes acceptable <laughs> well yeah. changes as as time goes on but at no point should uh, the sexualization of our children be something that is okay no. um <clears throat> i you know i i feel like there are creeps in every walk of life um and and i think that the problem is that anytime you put a child up on a on on tv or out in the forefront of something like that that is again highly sexualized you are entering into territory that is I, 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 jailable, uh, you know, arrestable offense should be you know, you know. So that's the problem because they don't believe in moral absolutes they also believe there's no difference between adults and children. They think they're the same thing, that children are just little tiny adults. Because with you know, Desmond is Amazing, the, the drag kid that Ryan just mentioned, a few months after the Good Morning America thing, he danced at a uh, drag bar, did like this whole performance, and while he was up dancing on the bar, a bunch of grown men were sitting down below throwing money at him. Oh. Like, th- this is a sexualized performance by a child with grown men paying money to see it, and it's not a crime. How is that not a crime? Pedophilia is It is straight up pedophilia disguised as, oh, it's just a drag show. No. We, we already have terms well, for that. Well, you know, I, I, I get kind of weird when we start talking pedophilia and, and, and trans and, and homosexual, uh, just because it, it's something that is labeled on on that for some reason, and I'm just, I want us to make the distinction that this isn't obviously the entire, you know, this isn't a, a yeah. View. But when an eleven year old is involved, I'm going to call that pedophilia. Right, right. Of course, mm-hmm. on that, in that yeah. instance. But but this does not mean that every of course trans not. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or, I'm you not know, the whole thing. I'm just yeah, talking yeah. specifically about children. Like right. That. right. This is a whole community full of people. They have a can of worms, and that's why we didn't want to open it. Right, right. Like, like, that, like the whole tr- uh, uh, drag queen story hour mm-hmm. that was happening in our public libraries. Mm-hmm. That, again, that is not something. And, the sto- and not only, here's the problem. Like, if they were reading, you know, uh, um, Clifford the Big Red Dog or Green, De- Green Eggs and Ham or whatever. We've got to be careful with Dr. Seuss now because... Right, yeah. right. But if, if they were just reading children's books, I actually would be fine with it because it's like it's kind of like a little show. Somebody's dressed up as a magician. Somebody's dressed up as Barney. This one's dressed up as a big, as a, elaborate... Like, like you know, cartoon Because they're not dressed woman. up like women. They're dressed up like... Housewives from Farside cartoons, right. you know, it's very, very <laughs> elaborate stereotypes of women. So it's it's a costume. So, so it's but. a costume. So I could I could almost be okay with, or you know, I am okay with that. What I'm not okay with is these. They're they're normally reading books that are normalizing these behaviors for these kids, and then 
making like little sexual remarks while they say while they're reading these books. Like I have seen it. They, well, they take or, a break to give the kids twerking lessons. Yeah, and like yeah, they teach them how to do sexualized dances. How is this not the uh I just can't believe you imagine an alien just landing right now. I think they're gonna Gosh. make people go more conservative though, because people are just gonna reject <sighs> all of this. I don't know, it's, regardless it's, if they do or not, it's wrong. It's just wrong. Why can we say that? But anymore? here here's it should not be happening in school. They are ramming it down our throats. Yes. That's, yeah. that's but we don't want it and we we are rejecting it. Right, it's right. And and, and, and it should be I, Republican and, and Democrat. That, and that's kinda of, and that's sad because there are gonna be yeah. people there are people. That this is who they this is how they feel most comfortable, and and they are going they are going to feel the blowback of this more than anybody because it's it's like those are the people that are, that the ones that aren't the flamboyant and out there you know uh, drag show or, or, or trans trans uh, activists or whatever the, 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 the person that wants to fly under the radar as to who they are yeah. you know th- those people are going to feel the, the the blowback of all this and that's. Again, I just think it's a it's a bad look to force this and on our kids, on our society, on everybody. Nothing should be forced, and I think that's that's something that all conservatives agree with. Nothing should be forced on anybody, and this is this is the direction they're going. And they really want to make you believe that oh, all lifestyles are okay, and your choices about your own sexuality are yours. You know, that's not to say everything's a choice, but. You, you are free to do whatever you want with your sexuality and your gender identity. Well, compare that to the reaction to the 60 Minutes episode from, I think, two weeks ago now, on detransitioning, where they had multiple kids who have, or kids loosely used, like they're in their late teens, early 20s, some even older, um, where they went through trans-affirming therapy Got some of them even got gender reassignment. One kid had his genitals fully removed, and then after a while, they realized this did not cure my depression. This did not make me feel like more of who I am. The problem is something deeper, and they detransitioned back to their original gender, irreparably scarred, damaged psychologically and physically beyond belief. And the reaction to this broadcast was. Oh, this is evil and wrong. Like you, you can't be holding up detransitioners as examples because it's harming the trans community. Well, then they but I, I thought it was a choice. Like I thought you could choose to do what you wanted with well, your sexuality. And then they can't claim to care about their mental health then either. Mm-hmm. Like cause those people that are saying that because they're saying they're, they didn't help their depression at all. And probably I've actually read where it's worse. They get worse, which makes sense. There's a huge epidemic of suicides in the trans community because yeah. it doesn't yeah, it, it's, it's, it doesn't solve the problem. It's, it's ten times higher than than the, is incredibly the, sad. Yeah, and uh, until you address the underlying causes, no amount of Affirmation and gene therapy or uh, hormone therapy is going to fix anything, but they say they say they want to do this to a child, like not someone who made their own choice because a lot of them decided to do it because they were like 17, 18, which is within the realm of where you no longer need parental consent. They want to give these therapies and these surgeries to your five-year-old, and how how is that not a form of child abuse by the parents, but also how is it that we have doctors in this country who are willing to mutilate the body of a perfectly functional child on a whim? Like, th- th- there's no word for that that's anything I short of evil. I don't think there's many doctors that would do there's that. There's not many, 
but there are they are there. There, there are some out there. there it's be, it's being done. <laughs> you know, one is too many. The only word that describes that is evil. Like it is an evil thing to do. This kind of falls under like the pro-life movement, I think, mm -hmm. because that's their whole argument is that these these doctors should be criminalized for performing abortions or anything that would destroy or inhibit another life. As pretty much what they're doing with these young kids when they're transitioning them and cutting off their genitalia. They're permanently scarring them for life, and it's crazy that we allow this. But remember that mom in Texas, and she she's divorced from the husband. Yes. Mm -hmm. She wants to give her son a sex change. I think it started when he was five, but now he's like ten. No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, or not even that. Well, I think he's yeah, it's like started early when and and. Like it's almost like a Munchausen yeah. syndrome. She's also a very, very gender affirming liberal academic. And the dad is the, like, no, dad's not against it. Are, yeah, he's, well, yeah. And the little boy acts like a boy when he's around his dad. But when he's at his well, mom's house, she she puts him in dresses. Stories about what the kid tells them. Mm -hmm. So then they have them sent to a judge ordered psychologist who is supposed to. But it's like this liberal psychologist who is mm -hmm. pro trans and all this. So how can you trust any of these people, really? Gender, so the thing is, gender dysphoria, I can never say, it, is a thing, but it's a very small percentage of the yeah. population. Very small, because there are people out there, sir, I don't want to diminish that, because it is a mental issue. It just is. Like, like I, I feel bad for those people. But but I really believe, and there's some studies, and maybe I can link to that, too. I just can't remember who did the study. that What Sean was talking about earlier is a lot of them are copycats. They follow along, and like, well, and then they all want to be like the cool, and they want to be accepted, all this stuff. It's, I think that's the bigger problem. A lot of it's and these studies find around social media. Like they're they're learning this. They're wanting to be cool on social media, so they're learning this stuff through social media too. I've said it before. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to make a point. Then I said it before. Social media is a tool of the devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's fun sometimes. The devil makes it fun sometimes. It tempts you, and then you're like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> I think the only people who should be allowed to get tr gender transitions are hermorbidites or people who have gender dysphoria. And they shouldn't be allowed to do it until they've at least hit puberty or 18 years old. Well, yeah, it's like an, any, any adult. Well, here's the thing. that you uh, You're an adult, have, do what you want. No, and that's live not with even the true. The human but. brain does not fully develop until 25. Okay, well... But I think legal adult is still... Legal adult, like, look, I get it. Legal adult is legal adult. But technically speaking, the human brain does not fully develop until at least 24, 25. So making any permanent decision before that is not a good... It's not a good idea. Mm -hmm. And we should... And, and so they should be allowed to vote until 25. That should be a well... Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, you know, I won't even be there for another funny, year. You know what's funny is, is I could almost go for that. Like, I could almost go for taking, you know, getting rid of the 18 to 24-year-olds. But, um... Except you're voting, you're paying taxes, so... No. Right, right, right. So, but, but, say, like, but, yeah. yeah, that 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 whole thing is, is... Anything before that should be looked at about the wellness of the person. It should fall under wellness. Should this person be making this decision when they don't have a fully... Developed. Right. It's a nuanced issue. That's what I mean. Like so many issues, but I yeah. I mean, because there are this the this warrior and the hermaphrodite, like there, and then there are the copycats. The guy th clearly think that exists. Like it's not just one size fits all. But it definitely. I mean, if we're gonna have a real conversation, that's always the thing. We're willing to have a conversation about it. Yeah. But, but the, the but they're not the like the hardcore left. They'll like oh you hate your like no. I just said I feel horrible for people. It's like that's got to be awful. The actual people they have, it's a small percentage of the population, but the people that have the gender dysphoria, I feel horrible for them. And that's why I, I, this, you know, the suicide rate is very high. And to, to loop it back to our 
opening point as we start to wind to a close here. Ronnie the, D. Yeah, Ronnie <laughs> D. The reaction to what Ron DeSantis did. That they are in hysterics because he dared to, to pass this legislation protecting women's sports on the first day of Pride Month. And this is the trap that they have laid with creating things like Pride Month. This month that is a celebration of a sexual identity or, you know, a sexual preference, who you choose to have relations with, what gender you choose to identify with, it has no bearing on government policy. Like, it's not connected to what goes on in the government. That's just business as usual. But they create this Pride Month and then anything that even remotely addresses the LGBTQAI plus agenda, it, it, it's forbidden within the span of this month. You're, you're not allowed to touch it. How dare Ron DeSantis pass this bill on the first day of Pride Month. It's, yeah. it's intentional. Like, they just hate Ron DeSantis and look mm -hmm. for any excuse to bash him because the, Florida is now like the seventh or eighth state to pass these kinds of laws. They didn't freak out when Mississippi did it or when West Virginia did it. It wasn't even mm -hmm. in the news when West Virginia did it. But when Ron DeSantis does it, oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. Yeah, when Ron DeSantis does it on the first day of Pride Month, if he had done it yesterday, two days ago, they would have you know freaked out about it, but no more than they did with anybody else. Maybe ramped up a little bit because they hate him in particular. But they create this whole thing where you can't, you can't touch uh, the LGBT groups during this month because it's sacred. Well, I think the month of May was actually Jewish month, or like, you know, Jewish history month or something like that. I didn't hear many people come into the defense of Israel when they were getting bombed l a week and a half ago. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't hear many people doing that. And that's the point. It, the months protect the identities of people that are convenient for them to protect. Anybody else is left out in the cold. And that's why it's a little weird that, you know, it's, it was like, you know, Gay Pride Week kind of turned into a month. Remember when there was International Women's Day and then it grew into International Women's Week and then now we have International Women's Month. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger because and it, it's, it's a zone you're not allowed to attack Nobody anybody. Cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares that this is Pride Month. Nobody cares when it's when it's only virtue signals do it. Right. Nobody really pays yeah. attention to that stuff. The only people that pay attention to that stuff Look at how many well, corporate well, logos well, on social media are well, now rainbows. But they're virtue signals, so that's yeah. my point. They're yeah. they're virtue signals. Right. But everyday Americans don't give a flying... But not not that life. they don't care. It's just like it they don't think about it. It's not in our everyday... You know, I, I don't... In February, I don't think of everyday of, a, you know... A black history. Prominent yeah. black American. I don't, you know... I, during Pride Month, I don't think of a prominent gay icon. I don't... You know, it's not something I, I need to worry about because it's not... Or, think about because it's not part of my life most people it's not part of their lives mm -hmm. and it's like you know it's it's these I, I feel like the same people that make a big deal out of these months are the same people that make a big deal out of their birthday where it's their they, they, it's it's yeah. my birthday week or my birthday month I, I can't believe like, I gotta go to work on my birthday yeah. I can't believe I have to pay for gas on my birthday like what's the you're not special what's the half birthday or whatever like yeah. six months there's yeah. another name for that too like you get it like four months ahead and you're just like it's my half birthday or something so I've literally heard people say this 
What, what you want a cookie or something? Yeah, like, it's, oh, the same right. thing. it's that same. It's that same mentality. Same thing with Pride Month. Like, congratulations! Kind of you you <laughs> like to have sex with people. You choose the group of people, or you you just have a particular group that you prefer. Congratulations, you and everybody else. And by the way, it is a preference. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. We can <laughs> physically do it. We just prefer not. Yeah, to. exactly. That's that, that's <laughs> a, that's a, as much of it as needs to be said because. Who you choose to have relations with really has no bearing on your actual personality. Like, being gay is not a stand-in for being a, or having a personality any more than being straight is. It doesn't imply anything about you. But, you know, of course, let's all make our logos rainbows and all that stuff so everyone knows we're allied here. Well, you know, because average Americans don't care. Here at Freedom Wire, as we speak for average Americans, flag stays red, white, and blue year-round. doesn't matter what month it is. Yeah, my, my theory is we need to stop worrying about the small segments of society and worry about the largest segments of society. It's easier it, 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 if if we start worrying so much about these smallest segments of society, we're going to lose focus on what we're supposed to be doing. This administration already has. Yeah, for 100%. 100%. But it's it shouldn't be what affects the least amount of people. It should be what affects the most. Right. And, and somehow our government has gotten flip-flop on that. Well, I shouldn't say our Well, yes, it is our government. But the left has flip-flopped on that. To them, the pyramid is upside down. <laughs> you know, the, the basis should, you know, the foundation should be built on the, on the, on the masses instead of the tip. And I'll, I'll say one more thing for those. There, yeah, was a nuclear family, that's another thing they're attacking. We didn't even get into that, but that's... That's another whole discussion. It's a really important thing because it's really well, uh, we can also tie that in with BLM. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> coming soon to Freedom Warriors. Well, BLM is supposed to be a safe place for people yeah. of all identities, unless that identity yeah. happens to be a straight white man, They're in which case you might in die. Blue schools, I think, as kings and queens. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. so, on that note, before I start going on, <laughs> that, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be a long month here, folks. This is uh, well, this is not going what? anywhere. Well, hopefully, this will be the last thing unless something big happens. So. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. Uh, hopefully you liked what you heard. More importantly, hopefully you, you agreed with what you heard. Um, if you did, please do all the stuff we asked you to in the beginning. Like, share, subscribe, hit the notifications bell, become a member of Freedom Wire, do all that stuff, and uh, help us fight the liptocracy. <clears throat> the liptocracy. Yeah. Yeah. That we're coining that phrase. Did we get our lawyers on this? Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to get that on a shirt sometime. Put that on the merch store. Well, I was just going to say, because uh, as we record this, it's the anniversary of the Tulsa race riots, which is, a, you know, murders and stuff. It was horrible. And it, I'm glad I didn't know much about it growing up. It's something that I, I think it's really good that's getting out there, and it's something we need to say. But just don't let Joe Biden's going to go speak in Tulsa. I guarantee you, like, I, I haven't even seen a speech yet. He probably isn't going to get a speech yet. He's going to exploit that. I'll tell and you, try Tulsa to, doesn't want him. Yeah, well, that might be true, but my, yeah, well, yeah, you're Oklahoma rooms. But my point is, he's going to distort history, because that's what they do, to make it seem like we have not improved. As I already know what he's going to say. Like, I, I, they're so predictable. So I just want to say, like, two things be true once. We should absolutely, I'm glad that, that that's being commemorated. Like, we can remember that and see how bad it is. But also, don't fall for their tricks. They're going to use that history that's somehow tied to us 100 years later. It's just a joke. I'm so, I'm so sick of that. They're just they're just rewriting history to suit their own needs. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. <laughs> and I'll conclude us off here with uh, 
Remember that we are on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We are pretty much everywhere you get your podcasts now. We're expanding by the day, trying to get onto new platforms to bring you the message of Freedom Wire in as many places as we can that are not YouTube. YouTube doesn't like us. So if you want audio-only versions, Spotify is our main platform right now. Head on over there, search for us, the Freedom Wire podcast. Give us a like, give us a download. Make sure you never miss an episode. Take us with you on the go. Also, like we mentioned with a couple things, we will have articles, podcasts, videos, all that fun stuff linked in the description. Uh, some stuff we didn't even get to because these are always very complicated issues, but head down there, read up, check out freedomwire.com for all this and more. All right. Uh, guys, thank you again for listening, watching, whatever. Uh, I'm just going to say this to everybody that's watching, whether you're gay, straight, or other, be proud of who you are. You should be proud of who you are. Just don't ram it down anybody's throat. Until then, stay free, America. God bless you guys.